This is News Talk 980 CKNW. Well, later on today, the sun will come out. We anticipate there will also be plenty of people taking part in the 21st annual Bear Buns Run. It's happening at Rec Beach in Vancouver. And joining us to talk a little bit more about the event and the beach in general is Judy Williams, the chair of the Rec Beach Preservation Society. Judy, thanks so much for being with us. You're very welcome. Uh, what's going to be happening later today? Well, um, as the buns master, I can tell you that we're hoping for at least 100 people. We have about 90 already pre-registered, and then they'll be showing up, we said, between 9.30 and 11, uh, because the run starts at 11.45 sharp. So if people are listening and they want to come down, you can register right on site. You may not get a shirt, but I think you will, because I think we ordered enough so that everyone will get a shirt. All right. How long is the run? The run is 5K, and it's uh, it, it takes three laps on the uh, tidal flats. We're waiting for the tide to go out. And we're set up with tents, and we have uh, all kinds of wreck beach paraphernalia, and uh, and each runner gets a runner's package. Uh, I mentioned this is the, the 21st annual. Can you take us back, kind of, how did uh, this get started? It got started when Patty White, who was a very beloved member of ACTRA, and a a well-known comedian around uh, town and all the way along the west coast of North America. He'd go down to L.A. and play there. Was killed in Mobile, Atlanta, and he always was a tireless fundraiser for the beach. He supported us. So we named the run in his honor, and uh, I think he'd be laughing somewhere up in the sky now about it. And it's continued it's a lot. It's labor intensive. It costs us about four thousand to put it on. But we believe in our motto, which is to promote uh, body acceptance, and we think that nude recreation is the way. Body acceptance is very important because we live in our bodies. There are temples on earth, and we need to accept them and accept ourselves for who we are and what we are, and to honor that. And and on that note, then, what are are there rules for uh, participants taking part in the race or in the run? In the run rules, well, they have to wear footwear because we don't want anybody stepping on rocks or anything. And uh, we have a nude beach etiquette or a free beach etiquette, which is, you know, no boom boxes, no loud music, no amplified music. Uh, respect people. You know, if you were on Kitts Beach, you wouldn't walk up to persons there who had bathing suits on and just start snapping away at them with your camera. But down here, it seems all hands are off and people like to, visitors especially, tourists, some of the tour bus operators bring bus loads, buses load, I should say, of tourists 60 at a time. And they all have these honking big cameras around their necks and they're dressed in high heels and business suits and parasols, carrying parasols. It's, it's almost comical if if it weren't such a problem with the camp. And uh, people, almost as though, I guess, some bus operators uh, treat it like a tourist uh, destination or a must-see site? I didn't catch that question. Pardon me. Sorry, is is it as though some tour bus operators, though, then are are treating it almost like a a tourist attraction? Well, that's right, and it's a park, so they can't do anything for reward or hire without getting permits, but they're not getting permits. They're bringing 60 to 75 people at a time. And uh, a lot of them, uh, a lot of the buses go directly to the Korean air, airline and pick them up right from the airport. And, and you mentioned, too, uh, the high heels and such. People aren't um, really dressed for it because uh, if you've been to Rec Beach, it's not exactly, it's, it's not the easiest beach to access. 
No, it's not. It's a uh, um, 200 feet high cliff and 500 stairs down, roughly, give or take. And the thing is that you need to be hydrated, and especially in the warm weather we've been having. And we do have vendors down there who sell water and have water available and food, different food and, and different, ironically, different clothing that's really pretty, pretty, um, I would say pretty, pretty nice clothing. Uh, I'm, I'm standing here in a purple dress made in India, for example, uh, on the way down. Once I get down there, I'll lose it all. But the point is that people need to, we have a, a code of etiquette. And we have these yellow handouts. They need to read the back of the handouts. No dogs. That's common sense. No dogs because it's too hot for them down there. Uh, and, uh, you know, abide by the rules. There's no smoking except in the smoking stations, and they're down there as well. We just have to respect one another. We're getting an increasing population of clothes, textiles, because of social media calling them all to come for parties. And and there's no respect or understanding of the wildlife. Like if they have raves at night, there's the danger of fire, and that's the number one danger. But they also are disturbing wildlife, and 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 we need that to stop. We need people to respect other people's soundscapes as well. We have a problem with jet skis out in our swimming waters, and we have a problem with these big party boats that come in. And Wreck Beach is kind of an amphitheater with the cliffs behind us and with the water, and boy, when they crank up their their amplified music, it is just almost deafening. And there is a bylaw, I can't remember the number, I think it's 4.4, that, you know, there's no loud noises or amplified sound. Hmm. Uh, has the beach changed much over the years? I, I know you're part of the Preservation Society. Um, how how difficult is it to, to preserve it and to keep it to, to keep it uh, the same? Well, there have been so many assaults over the years against our beach, from roads to seawalls to marinas to ferry footings. Uh, it's just been unbelievable the endurance of the people who have been fighting all these projects, because miraculously, even with all of this development. Like one guy wanted to take the, when they were digging the rav line, he wanted to take the finds from that, make an island off the Trail 6 beach, and build high-rises there. I mean, and then another person wanted to build condos at Point Grey, uh, and, you know, there goes your natural beauty. So the, the goal of the Wreck Beach Preservation Society is to preserve the beach in as nearly a natural state as possible. And Pacific Parkland Foundation has done something our society can't do. We can't issue tax-deductible receipts. But Pacific Parklands Foundation takes in any donations that earmark for Wreck Beach, and we get the full amount, and they get a tax receipt, tax-deductible receipt. I think the miracle of Wreck Beach is that it's still here, that it's still beautiful, it's still spiritual, in spite of all the potential assaults and in spite of the people who are ignorant and don't understand, it's not just a party beach. It's a place where you can really reconnect with nature and in the nicest in the, in the best possible way. And uh, the people that, that go to Rick Beach, is, is it a, a return crowd or are there the regulars that uh, that enjoy going to the beach? Or do you notice a lot of newcomers as well? well we have a whole onslaught of newcomers because of uh, uh, the calls to have huge raves and, and uh, uh, what would you call it, with festivals and whatnot on social media, GVRD and RCMP can only do so much. They can't control the big crowds. But on Canada Day a couple of years ago, we must have 
usually on a good day we'll have about 20,000 people. But I think we, I mean, my God, we have seven garbage bins at the top, bear-proof big ones, and they were entirely covered under a mountain of trash uh, bags. It, it's just amazing what social media can do. We're sort of, if you will, the victim of our own popularity. And we are inter- internationally acclaimed around the world. And when we were fighting the towers that UBC wanted to put too close to the edge of the cliff and too high so that they would be visible from the beach, we even had the Ministry of Tourism and Vancouver Tourism come to our defense and say how what a beacon Wreck Beach is to international visitors. We, we get visitors from over 150 countries a year, and those people generate over $61 million in tourist revenue. Hmm. Well, it certainly uh, is going to be a busy place today. Uh, Judy, thank you so much for joining us uh, and talking a bit about the history of the beach and the, the run that take pla- de- takes place later today. Uh, hope the, the sun comes out, but it's not too, too hot for everybody. And uh, hope the, ri- the run is a good one. Well, thank you for having me on. Children are in for $20 and adults, uh, children and elders are in for $20 and uh, the regular price is 25 and you get a t-shirt if there's any left. (laughs) I do hope people will come down and thank you so much for having us on the show. All right. You're welcome. Thank you. Okay. That bye is bye bye. That is Judy Williams. She's the Buns Master. She's also the chair of the Rec Beach Preservation Society. If you want to check it out, registration today takes place between nine o'clock and eleven thirty. The race gets underway around eleven forty-five, and that to coincides with low tide later on this morning. And there will be plenty of people taking part in the twenty-first annual Bear Buns Run on Wreck Beach later today. We are going to take a break for your news headlines to the bottom of the hour. When we come back, we will open up the phone lines. Uh, I want to hear from you. Now that we have a new government, the NDP has been sworn in here in BC. What is the top priority? John Horgan has a 100-day plan. He's going to be meeting with other officials, both here in Canada and in the United States. What do you think is number one on the to-do list? We'll take your calls when we come back. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.